Tonight, we begin the countdown to Election Day Thursday as we visit with candidates for the All Good City Council, the Baxter Council, and the Mayorship of Monterey. From News Talk 94.1 and Lake Rock 95.9, your chance to hear where the candidates stand, their background, their interests. Election 2020. Meet the candidates. We're glad you're with us. This is your chance to find out about the candidates for local office. We have invited all of the candidates in the particular races that we're covering to spend some time with you, introducing themselves giving you a chance to find out where they stand on the issues of importance to the Upper Cumberland. We begin for the race in the town of Monterey, where Mayor Bill Wiggins, the incumbent, is running against J.J. Reels. Why is running again a part of the options that you want to pursue? I have an unfinished agenda. Not that I've reached things to a conclusion, but there's so many fires lit that I keep on a, want to keep stoking them for just a little while longer and get some things well in place. What are you most proud of over the term of uh, leading the city of Monterey? Most proud of, I expect, if I think about it, the way we have taken an inventory of our natural resources, exactly what our assets are, what we can exploit and squeeze the most of, and I think we have done that. My attention was first drawn to the 300-acre plot of ground out of Highway 62, and we have named that the Meadow Creek Park. Uh, that's well underway to becoming a mecca for sports enthusiasts, outdoor sports people. Uh, that's one thing. The other thing just happened out of the clear blue. Another one of our jewels up here is B-Rock. And that was a gift, a gracious gift from Bobby Walker, 10.65 acres. And we're going to promote that like crazy and make this a tourist destination for both B-Rock and Meta Creek Park. When you look beyond just the creation of the park, where does it fit in the in the master plan of bringing people to Monterey? You're, you're, you're really seeing this, I'm assuming, that tourism is like an industry for the community. It is. It's an economic driver. Yes, sir. And we want those people coming here. Plus, um, we want folks to come here and live. And it's my understanding that that's high on priorities when people are looking for a place to put down some roots. You know, what What have you got to offer? Work, yes, but play, that's important, too. So I think folks are looking for, for leisure opportunities, our citizens and uh, folks who want to come here and visit. And we want to have a plentiful supply of that. How would you describe your style of leadership? I'm a resource. I, uh, the town of Monterey, have various departments. I have uh, very little skills in policing, in fact, none. Uh, water, I just know how to turn the tap on. But we have some outstanding department heads here. And the way I perform my leadership here, I, I do this thing of just keep me informed, folks. Uh, when we have to make a decision and I'm to be a part of it, I go through the who, what, where, when, why, and how so I can fully explain it to myself first and then to share it with others. How do you try to analyze the decisions that you have to make uh, as, as a member of the board and, and as mayor? I just compartmentalize the information I have. Uh, if it makes sense and we're, we're in agreement, or if we vary a little bit, but we're close, uh, I'm just ready to pull the lever and get underway with it. Bill Wiggins is one of the candidates for mayor of the community of Monterey as we get ready to go to the polls. 
One of the questions I know you're asked often is, how do we get more commercial and retail opportunities in Monterey? Is that something that the that the that the board, that the mayor, that the city as a whole can play a part in? We can create an environment that's conducive to private investment, and that means getting utilities, having roads, sidewalks, not the city responsibility, but good schools. Uh, and we're doing that, and we have some frontiers that we have yet to tap, but we're getting there, and I'm talking about the commercial properties out at the intersections of I-40, uh, exit 300 and 301. We have projects shovel-ready to get utilities out there to make them more attractive for investment. As far as our downtown business district, Monterey has a seat at the table. We were a charter member of the downtown movement. That's kind of been on idle for a while, but that's being resurrected with a new and invigorated committee to stake out ideas how we can revitalize the downtown and make it more attractive and make it appealing for for not only the private investment but for consumers. We we gotta have a customer base. So we're trying to look at it from two different angles. How big to get the water issue on the other side of I forty moving forward? Currently, the water is there, but it goes under all of the I-40 interchange out there. And we that makes us very nervous here. If we ever had a leak there, oh, goodness, how would we ever get to it and could we afford it? So we came up with a plan to extend the water from the Hardy's restaurant to the end of the line there along Highway 70 out to B-Rock Road to connect with the existing water line, which goes into Pfeiffer Mountain and down into White County. And along with that trench will not only be a water line, but there will be a sewer line in there. And once we have those properties uh, expanding into some commercial ventures, we will be building a lift station and make the sewer operational. During all of uh, uh, your term, it seems one of the things that you've really been focused on is trying to maximize the opportunities with grant money and those types of things. How important is that to a community the size of Monterey? Extremely important. Uh, We're packed into a little less than four square miles here. Our tax base is it's it's pretty sturdy but we have to enlarge it and anytime we can leverage our tax base with grant money we do it if it's workable we uh we go after those monies and we have a quill consultants our grant writing contractor and project manager and they've been very successful in going after money for projects that we can afford with a match does the average person, Bill Wiggins, understand the time that it takes to serve in this kind of role? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 that's a qualified answer. I'm just speaking for myself. I was flabbergasted myself. People think, Monterey, small town, this ought to be a piece of cake. No way. It's actually a full-time job if you want to do justice to the job and meet the expectations of the folks who put you in there because it does take a lot of work, takes a lot of attention, and you got to stay with it. Why do you enjoy it? Well, I've reached the point in my life where I'm, I'm retired of punching somebody else's clock, and I'm now punching my own. And my wife and I were in business in Monterey. We planned to reopen again. We had a shutdown for medical reasons, but I thought I had a little bit something to offer. Uh, fortunately, my health is holding, and as long as I can be upright, I want to be useful, and this is what I'm trying to do. Bill Wiggins, one of the candidates for mayor of Monterey. Polls open Thursday. Mayor, we appreciate the time, and good luck on uh, Thursday's vote. Thanks, sir. Paint the Candidates continues from News Talk 94.1 and Light Rock 95.9. We're here each night this week getting you ready for the August Election Day. We move to All Good. 
where four candidates are running for two seats on the City of All Good Council. Ronald Graves, Luke Hill, Pat Judd, Tim McPherson are looking for your vote Thursday night. We welcome Luke Hill to meet the candidates. Having me. What do you feel like is the number one well, thing that you bring happened. to the residents of All Good if you are elected? Uh, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is that, you know, I've been on the council for two years now, and we've had some good stability in our city government. Uh, I, I, I think that, um, you know, with me being, I still feel like I'm the, the, the new person on the council. I, I think that my vote brings some stability. Um, you know, I've been in all good now for four years, still feel like the new guy. And I, I think that um, I want, I, I can bring stability and a, a new voice to the council. How important is stability uh, in, in local government? Oh, it's absolutely crucial. Um, I often say, you know, city government should be predictable. It, it should be boring. Uh, and and our, our government should be, you know, setting the, 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 uh, the strategy for our, our municipality. Uh, and, and stability is absolutely key. What have you learned during those two years about kind of the way government functions that, that maybe you didn't realize coming into this? Oh, goodness, goodness. It, it, it's uh, what I've realized is it's important for all of us to get involved. Uh, it, it's important for all of our citizens to, uh, you know, talk to their their city council, come to the meetings, get involved, come out, get out and vote. Um, it, it's, it's, it's better when there's more people in the discussion than less. The ideas get better when they're fleshed out more? By the citizens? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The more voices in the discussion, whatever the, the initiative is, uh, the, the more angles that you see. It, it takes a village, you know, and w the more people that come to the discussion, the better. Luke Hill, what do you see as some of the issues that All Good is facing over the next couple of years? Oh, goodness. You know, we've got great opportunities going forward. Uh, we've got to, you know, we've we, we got to focus on smart growth. Uh, we've got great opportunities. You know, we've got, you know, we're expanding Big Mac Drive with the hope of, uh, you know, getting some more businesses down there. Uh, we've got great opportunities down in our downtown core. Uh, you know, recently added Red Oak Roasters. That's a wonderful, uh, wonderful business. We need more businesses down there. Uh, and then, of course, our our park, which we're currently in the, the, the development phase, looking forward to that. That is just going to be just a, a wonderful um, addition to our municipality and, and for our citizens. The Red Oak Project, for example, the old city hall, is that the kind of ingenuity that it takes to get the downtown area where everybody wants it to be? Um, absolutely. It's a great start, great, um, great a little restaurant, great little eatery. Uh, we need more stuff like that. It, you know, there's it, it, it's tremendous thoroughfare through there, and and there's just there's so much opportunity down there, and uh, you know, a lot of people discussing what their ideas are. We need to continue those discussions and uh, see what we can do to, to to kind of revitalize that area. You seem as though during uh, during council meetings that uh, you want to make sure that public works and police and fire that they have the equipment that they need, not just for today, but to think three years down the line, five years down the line. Is that a fair assessment? Absolutely. I mean, our people, our equipment, that's our infrastructure. You know, if you don't have the infrastructure to, um, you know, operate efficiently and, and uh, you're just not going to have the ability to develop that smart growth. You know, whatever strategy you have, if you don't have the infrastructure to to be able to effectuate it, um, that you're just not starting on the right foot. And, and and those items, equipment, you know, we just recently voted to um, buy a new uh, a fire engine. I mean, that's important for our, for our citizens, important for safety. Um the infrastructure, our people, our items that we purchase, um, absolutely pivotal. As you talk to people, Luke, is the importance of parks, is that something that, that, that you hear pretty consistently, having those parks and rec opportunities, natural space? Um, 
Yes, every, a lot of people ask me, where are we off with the park? And well, we're in the development phase right now, and, and that is just going to be an absolute gem for our city. And, and we're, we're, it's still a moving target as to what it's going to be when we're done with it. But um, uh, absolutely, uh, people are excited about that project, and, and it'll be just a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for our citizens to you know, enjoy that green space. You've done it now for a couple of years. Can you address what some of the keys are to being an effective leader on the, on the council? Oh, goodness. The, I would say the key is just to vet out every issue that you can. Ask a million questions. I do. A lot of people say, oh, you just, you're asking a million questions. And if I have a question, I know that our citizens have questions. And um, just that, that's my, the way I roll. I'm going to ask a million questions. I'm going to cast a vote that's for the betterment of the, the municipality. And, you know, what more can you do? Uh, it, it has to have been interesting uh, kind of putting yourself out there and, and now doing it for a couple of years. Has it, uh, uh, has it brought out some things in you that maybe you didn't even realize were there? You know, what I've realized is that um, it's, it's more difficult. <laughs> um, the, the, I'll give a tremendous amount of credit to our three directors that actually, you know, are boots on the ground running our, our city. Uh, it, it's, it's, it is an important job. Those three leaders are, are pivotal to our, our city success, and, and it, it, it has opened my eyes to how difficult it is to run uh, a city like Algon. Luke, for those that may not know all of your background, can you share just a little bit about your, yourself and what you do when you're not making these kinds of decisions? Sure, sure. I've been in All Good for approximately four years. Uh, we moved here from Memphis. Uh, I currently work at the hospital, um, and I, I am an attorney for the past, oh goodness, I think 14, 15 years. Um, and, and you know, I, I've got somewhat of a background in, in serving on boards and, and, and uh, city and, and county government. And, uh, you know, I got into this just because there was an opening, there was an opportunity, and I felt my background met that need. Uh, and and have, I've enjoyed every minute of it. Everybody in the in the city has been wonderful. We're, we've got some great stability. We're working together, and we need to continue that stability. Finally, Luke Hill, if someone puts your name and casts their ballot for you, what are they getting? Uh, they're getting an independent voice. Um, you know, I still like I say I still feel like the new guy on the council. Uh, I don't. Um, I, I can guarantee that you know every vote cast will be after I've vetted it as thoroughly as I can, uh, and I'll cast it in what I feel is the uh, best for the city. Luke Hill, one of those running for the All Good City Council. Luke, we appreciate your service the last couple of years, and thanks for joining us. Larry, I appreciate it, and um, take care. If you need anything else, call me. Also running in the All Good City Council, Pat Judd who joins us on Meet the Candidates. Thank you, sir. I appreciate being asked to be with you. So why did you decide that you wanted to cast your lot and be a part of city government? Well, I've been there before, and I've been, I was asked to do it again by several, several people. Um, you know, um, I love this little town. Love it, love it, love it. I live here. I walk the streets of the town every morning, do my two-mile walk, talk to people. Matter of fact, I talked to some people today, and it's like, you know, we're for you. We want you to do this because we know you've got the strength to get out and get a few things done, and that's what I want to do. I want to I'm, – I'm so pleased to see – you know, we had one person set up at the farmer's market this morning. More will come. If you open it up, they will come. And that's a good thing. I think it's great. I, I mean, I went up there and bought honey myself day before yesterday. And um, I think it's a great thing. But I want to see our parks. I want to see our park open. I want to see people being able to use that. 
you know, we've got kids in this community, and these people are having to take them to Fall Creek Falls, you know, Burgess Falls, Dogwood Park, that kind of stuff. All good's got a park. We just need to get it finished. We need to get it working. And that's the reason I'm running. What did you learn in your first experience that maybe you didn't realize about uh, how government works? Um, takes more time than you think. It really does take a lot of time. You really have to study and you have to, you know, you've got ordinances and you've got, uh, you know, you're dealing with people every day and I deal with people every day with what I do for a real living. But, um, the, uh, the people need to understand that Rome wasn't built in a day and everything can't be done overnight. And that's what you've got to explain to people. You know, I would love to, I would love to go down and, and, uh, take that big bulldozer that they just sold from the city, just sold and, you know, make a road through that park. We can't do that. Because there's other things that's got to be done before the structure has to be fixed before we can put playground equipment in there, you know, that kind of stuff. So I think that's that's one thing I, I've learned over the years that, you know, like I say, parks weren't built in a day. And, uh, we'll all, it, you know, it's just going to take time to get everything done. As a business person, are there lessons that translate from the business world to government? I think so. I think one one thing that with my business, um, whether it's selling real estate or selling antiques, you've got to be kind and considerate to all people. Kind and considerate. But you got to listen. You got to listen to what they want, because if you don't listen, I really feel this way. If you don't listen, I mean, what are you there for? I'm there for the people of all good, all of the people, not just one person. You know, you don't want one person to get a hold of your ear and you do everything that they want done. You know, there's hundreds and hundreds of people in this town. And I would like to listen to all of them. As you say, yeah, as I said, you just Google my name, you'll find my cell phone number. So if anybody's got anything to ask me or talk to me, I'll answer my phone. Pat Judd is one of the candidates running for the All Good Board. So as you have talked to people, is there something consistent that you hear over and over again from people that they want? Yes. The biggest thing is they they would love for the uh, the uh, trail to be finished up through All Good. It looks like it just stopped at the edge of All Good, and I know All Good paid lots of money to help you know pay for that, and we would like for that to be extended. They also want, like I said, they want this park done. They're happy that the sidewalks are being done. And, um, there, you know, there's just uh, internal things that this city needs. We've got a fabulous building up there. We've got uh, uh, lots of policemen, lots of people that work for the city that are doing a great job. But we've got to get what we've been promised done. And that's that new, new park for our kids and our families, and um, we need to get that done. We need to finish up the, the farmer's market. Um, you know, there's just things that these, the people in All Good want done, and I'm hoping to goodness that I can help do that. Pat, are there things that can be done by the city to encourage the regrowth and redevelopment of the downtown area? Uh, well, I think downtown's doing a whole lot better than it was. We're real pleased to, to have uh, um, the coffee shop, the sandwich shop. If you've not tried it, it's good. The coffee's wonderful. The sandwiches are good. 
And um, matter of fact, I tried it last week, and um, very nice, beautiful area on the inside of that building. And that was one of the good things that the city of All Good has done with the. Uh, it was the old police department, you know, the old city hall rather, and uh, and those buildings are looking fabulous downtown. And um, hopefully, we've got other businesses that have moved in. The other building across the street has been sold, and uh, work on it starting this next week, I understand. And so I think that's a a good thing. I think there's still more to be done. Um, I don't know what's going to—I know Dr. Jack Moore's home place right there by the Methodist Church has been sold. I don't know what they're going to do with that, but of course that um, is right down in a— commercial area so you know there's it's just time it's just time but we've got to i think we've got to patronize our little businesses and we you know we've got to eat with them we've got to talk to them we've got to encourage them to stay people talk about those kinds of things but if they don't if they don't support them then then it really doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean a thing it doesn't mean a thing and um, I'm, I'm under the understanding that the city's already got something in the works with Walmart out here across from my antique store down McDonald Road down here, uh, and trying to take some of the traffic away from the red light up there. Um, it's 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 pretty busy right in here, and I think with maybe that coming, I know there's some more commercial lots out past Zaxby's past uh, Taco Bell out that way. So hopefully we'll get a few more restaurants and, uh, you know, that will help the whole town all the way around. Pat Judd, one of the candidates for the All Good City Council. Again, we are voting for two council members out of four candidates running. Another of those running is Tim McPherson, who joins us on Meet the Candidates. Tim McPherson, why did you make the decision to run for the All Good City Council? Well, I've just, uh, a couple of years ago, I decided that uh, All Good needed uh, a change. Uh, We were having a pretty rough go a couple of years ago in the city of All Good with our council. Uh, Several members uh, forced to uh, resign, and and, uh, it was just pretty bad shape. And I, I just decided that I really wanted to help out you know, the city that's, you know, been there for me my entire life and um, got involved. I was not selected to be a part of the council at that point, but I I did get involved with uh, the event planning committee, and I've really enjoyed my time uh, participating with that and uh, really learned a lot and uh, made some friends. And, you know, I'm I'm just ready to ask the citizens of All Good once again to – put their trust in me, and let me serve on the city council. Can you name one or two things that you learned from the whole experience the first time? Uh, From running a couple of years ago, uh, I spoke with so many people when I was out knocking doors two years ago in the the, uh, 2018 uh, election. Um, Got to talk to so many people, and there were, you know, people who were concerned about various things across the city and even some things that were outside of the city. You know, uh, one lady I spoke with uh, was asking for help for her parents that weren't even in the city of All Good. They were out uh, in the county. And so I I was like, I I can't do anything about that, but I promise you I'll talk to somebody who can. And I spoke uh, with the... uh, state representative about her her issues and you know just the people of all good are just some of the greatest people in the world they care about each other they care about the direction that we're going to go and they want a safe neighborhood to live in and they want security in their jobs and and you know in their homes and i just really I'm impressed with the, the, the care that they have for each other. Can you share a little bit uh, with us about your background? Yes, I, I, uh, I grew up in All Good uh, 
you know, went to all good school and, um, I, uh, did move out of all good when I was about 20 years old. And, uh, I moved back when I was 30, uh, when I was ready to start my family. You know, I've got two kids now, two, uh, beautiful, smart children. They attend all good school now. Uh, I am, uh, retired. I, uh, am disabled. Um, I worked for many years that I worked at institutional wholesale here in all good. I worked at uh, Lowe's and now I'm just a single father who wants the best for my children, the best education. That's uh all good school is such a great school. And you know, our city is growing and I want it to be the best city it can be for them when they are, you know, old enough to start their families here. Everyone wants growth, and yet there are prices to growth. How do you think is the best way to try to balance that act, so to speak? Well, we have to build the infrastructure of our of our city. Um, as we expand, you know, we, we've we've had quite the population growth, and we've started to uh, have more and more apartment complexes come in to all good uh, in the past you know couple of decades i remember when i was a when i was a boy there was i don't remember there being any apartment complex beside the you know, all good manor um but now there's there's apartments everywhere and some of them are really nice and people are coming in and unfortunately we've sort of lagged behind on our infrastructure with our roads and such that's why anybody who's been to all good in the you know especially when school's in session either in the morning or in the evenings it's kind of hard to get in and out of town you know because there's so much uh congestion right there near the uh main street you know uh going under 111 becoming 10th street in cookville because we've got the businesses there we've got the all the businesses that the walmart center brought in but then we've also got all the traffic coming from the schools, and it's just a, a, a headache for anybody to get anywhere, you know, at those certain times of the day. So we really need to uh, plan out the infrastructure of our city so as to, you know, make things smoother for everybody as we continue to grow, I think. One of those areas that has been talked about as we visit with Tim McPherson in terms of uh, growing and and maybe fixing some some traffic issues that are happening. The downtown area. What would you like to mm-hmm. see happen with downtown? All good. Well, the downtown area there, uh, there has been some revitalization there, and I am all for that. I think if we can uh, pull some of the development there to the historic downtown area, that will then, as people are trying to come into and out of town. They won't just have to use that 10th Street, Main Street corridor. They can, they could uh, exit or enter town uh, by Quinlan Lake Road or Miranda Road. And, um, you know, that would, that would, I think, one, we could really use those jobs if we revitalize that area. We've got some good businesses, you know, that have, that have came in to that area and, if if we pull some of that traffic, some of that uh, vehicle traffic, you know, out those other um, entrances and exits to all good, I think that would be a plus. I'm sure as a parent you hear a lot about the park. Yes. Does, does that need to be a high priority to get that where you want it to be? Yes, I think the park is has been in the 2018 election and this election for me that is a great opportunity for this city because i've seen the plans and they are amazing this will be a beautiful park that we can all be proud of when it's finished and not just for the children of me i mean obviously we need you know more uh activities for the children but you know for for some of us adults and such you know there's there's a lot of uh some uh, exercise uh, equipment that's supposed to be there, um, the community center that's supposed to be there. I think the park will be a great plus 
for our city when it's done. And I, I hope that it gets done as quickly as it possibly can. Tim, can you describe kind of how you like to build teamwork and trust in a group? Because that's obviously one of the things that uh, the council has to do. they got to work together. Yes. Um, I think one of the things that I've seen as part of the event planning committee is uh, – that a lot of it's a lot of the same members. A lot of the members of the event planning committee are also members of the city council, and you know uh, things like that. Working together on things that aren't of you know vital importance to the day-to-day governance of the city, but things like that allow the the members to work together to to get to know each other a little better, and you know it's it's a lot it's a lot easier to work with someone when you understand them. And uh, so I think more events uh, could do well for not only the, the, the members of the council and, you know, the city government, but also the citizens of all good to be involved as well. You know, the uh, event planning committee is open to, you know, any citizen w- that would like to serve, please come on out, you know, when we, when we are able to have meetings. And participate, because the more voices heard, the better we can make things for everybody. Tim McPherson, one of four candidates running for two seats, the City of All Good Council, Ronald Graves, Luke Hill, Pat Judd, Tim McPherson, the candidates running in the City of All Good. We move now to the City of Baxter. We'll be voting for two council members. Ben Brewington, Jeff Harold, Dustin Stanton will all be on the ballot Thursday night. We begin with Dustin Stanton. Dustin Stanton, why do you want to be a member of the Baxter City Council on Thursday? You know, Larry, I grew up in this town, and uh, this is this is my hometown, Baxter, Tennessee. Um, I've been on the board now four years as a councilman and uh we've made a lot of a lot of improvements uh, a lot of things we've done um that i'm very proud of and i know the mayor and the rest of the councilmen are too uh you know four years ago when i ran uh, a lot of folks asking me have you ever thought about running for councilman and uh had a lot of thought i thought about it for several years and finally did it um it's just something I've always wanted to do, Larry. Uh, I enjoy helping people and helping the town, and uh, you know we want to see our town grow. And this is home, Baxter. Is there a way to put into words the learning that takes place once you actually step on that board and try to figure everything out? You know, uh, there is a lot of learning. Uh, a lot of things I've I've learned. Uh, I've been around working in a city for many, many years, uh, seeing how they do things, uh, been involved with a lot of projects and different things. Um, it's, uh, it's a great, it's a great thing to me. I, I've learned a whole lot of stuff and I continue to learn stuff every, every day, you know, how things work and, um, daily operations and, uh, budget. Uh, it's, it's, can't really put it into word, Larry, uh, other than, you know, I've learned a whole lot of things and uh, felt like I've, I've done a really good job. Can you point to one or two things that that you've been able to work on as a member of the council over the last couple of years that, that you're most proud of? Yeah, I've we've been a part of the, uh, there's several different things, uh, very proud of our our new trash cans and trash truck. Um, you know, that's, that's, uh, one of the biggest things. Uh, I feel like with the trash cans, the way it is now, we don't have guys work riding on the back of the trash truck. Uh, you know, that was a big safety concern to us with our men. Uh, you know, when you drive through our town now, everything's uniform with everybody has the same trash can. You know, we have one guy on our trash truck now, and which opens up, you know, two more guys to do other things that we need them to be doing in our town. Um, second thing, you know, uh, 
we're still real close to being finished with our LED street light change out. Um, that's Larry, that's been a big thing, and that's going to save the city a lot of money once everything's done and complete with this project, and we're really close um, with this project. Uh, I guess I'm the type of person that I like I like uniform. You know, uh, you know, you drive down a road, you might have one type of light, and then a, that might be the next one might be the same, and there may be four or five different different lights on a street, and uh, it might be a 200 watt, 400 watt, you know, and so on. But now we've got everything's LED, and it's all just it's going back to the trash can. It's all uniform, um, and in my opinion, we. It looks better, they're brighter, and it's saving the city money. Uh, another thing I'm really proud of, uh, we're uh, getting Portobello here. Uh, that's That's been a big, that's that's a huge thing for Baxter. Um, and the traffic signal at 70 and 56, I know we've had several people talk to us about that and express concern, and it is coming. We're, we're it, It's coming. So that's a that's been a big project for us too to try to get and push through and get it done as quick as possible. So I know you hear this more than I do, but I hear it a lot. Baxter's growing, and that's a good thing. But there are th- challenges that come with that. How prepared do you believe that the the board and the town overall are to deal with the things that that you have to put in place to manage growth? You know, Larry, it's. Uh, it's one of those things that, you know, anytime you have growth, you know, you've, you've got things that you have to prepare for, um, as a councilman, as a mayor, um, and leaders of the town, I feel like we're, we're doing a really good job right now of, of managing ourselves uh, for the growth that we have in the future. Um, a lot of different things, you know, we've got, uh, some improvements on our sewer, uh, and we've 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 got stuff going with that right now for uh, for that some improvements, uh, just a lot of things, Larry. We we have right now that that we're planning for our expansion, if you will. Dustin Stanton is with us, one of the candidates for the Baxter Council. We talk growth, and we we think retail, and we think Portobello, and that sort of thing. But you're also seeing uh, a real explosion in growth in terms of housing, both. Uh, single-family residential, some apartments and townhomes that are being planned. How good is that to see people wanting to live in Baxter? You know, Larry, that's a it's a it's a great thing. We uh, we love to see people, you know, building houses and coming want to live in our town. Um, you know, we we it just excites me every day. You know, when you drive through, uh, whether it's Rochelle Place or you know wherever in in, in Baxter. Uh, down Sixth Street, in anywhere, and see a new house or you know anything being built, uh, we're we're just super excited about it uh, and love people. We love our town, and uh, we we're just we're really excited about that. We really are. What are the things that you want to continue to work on if you're reelected? I'd say we uh working on bringing some more businesses and uh some different stuff to our town. Uh you know, we'd like to see several more businesses come to our town. Um and we wanna we wanna make this town as uh, as great as it can be, you know, and we want the people to come live in this town and, and enjoy it and Call this their home. That's that's what we want. One of your challenges is to be a leader, and 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 that means working well with others. How would you describe the way you try to uh, work with the other members of the council and with the the town staff as well? You know, we we've got a great team uh, right now. We've got a great uh, team on our council, uh, a great mayor. Uh, you know, we we all work great together. Um, and, and you you got to be a leader. Uh, I've always I've always said this. You know, never ask the guys to do something that you want to. 
you know, I, I mean, I'll never ask anybody to do something I wouldn't do. I, I've I've always said that, Larry, and uh, we we as far as our city employees, we've got great city employees, uh, city recorder, uh, everybody, our whole town employees, uh, our leaders, uh, everybody's great. Get along with everybody. Um, it's just we we we've got a great team. I, I'm I'm just really thrilled about that. Couldn't ask for any better. Dustin Stanton, one of those candidates running in Baxter as we get set for Election Day coming up on Thursday. Another of the candidates running in the Baxter race is Jeff Harold. I think some people might be surprised that you that, that it's enjoyable. A lot would say it's a lot of work, it's a lot of meetings, and you get a lot of grief. What is it about it that, it, that you like? Well, we have a lot of meetings, but it's, you know, with businesses and corporations wanting to come in and and i just really enjoy it i've always liked it i enjoy talking to the people and as far as complaints i have very very few ever complaints and and i like getting answers if people ask me something i get them an answer you know good or bad i'll just i don't try to cover it up and tell them like it is how much is that uh, the role of an alderman to make sure that that you do get those answers when people ask, even if it's the answer that, quite frankly, they don't want? Well, to me, that's the most important thing. I think people deserve the answer. You know, no matter what the outcome is, I think you deserve it. What has pleased you about uh, the progress that Baxter has made over the last several years? Oh, golly, we have made so much on just beautification. The park, it's just amazing what we're doing for the schools and the and the people that visit the park. And, you know, it just, we're trying to get up to date on everything. Or We've got a new garbage truck. We've got new garbage cans for everybody. And it's just unbelievable the stuff that we do now. Cemetery Park has, uh, that's been a coming together both of government of local citizens, you mentioned the school system, the county has been involved in that. Is that a sign of what can happen when you bring people together in a partnership? It is very important. I mean, I feel that the county is really, really working with Baxter. Even the Cooper City, you know, helps us out. I mean, it's just everything. Everybody is helping each other. What will that park area do for the community? Oh, well, when you, anytime you get a business coming, they always ask, how's your park? Because they're all into family orientated. And it just, and the people that walk the new sidewalks, they, they love it. We're, we got an amphitheater that had just got completed, and the schools, they're going to start having classes out there. They're going to, we're going to have concerts, going to have everything, just to get people involved in the city. And I think that's what you got to have. you got to have people involved. Talking about uh, the issues related to Baxter as Election Day approaches with Jeff Harold. How pleasing has it been to see the interest in businesses, not just uh, a manufacturing plant like Portobello, but to see retail businesses interested in coming to Baxter? Oh yes, it's very important. I mean, that's that's how you you keep your tax rate down. I mean, it's it's important to everybody. It's important to people that live outside the city limits. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, it's to see the growth Baxter is finally getting in the housing. We're building beautiful houses, condominiums. I mean, just everything. It's just townhouses, and it just it's unreal. It is, you know, it just makes your town look better, and we try to figure it out to do it where we don't have the traffic. We try to everything we do, we try to see how it's going to affect Baxter, so that you avoid problems down the line. Yes, yes, because you know, I guess being this far behind, it, we see the mistakes that other cities have made on on traffic or anything like that, and and we try to, you know look past that and, and figure out the best way. 
Developers have come to the table with a diversity of type housing projects. Is that important to the board to make sure that you know houses for all different uh, types of economics, but also just different lifestyles, senior citizens, all the way to that couple starting out with a first home? Yeah, it's very important. I mean, it's, you know, and our, our schools bring new people in because I think we have the best school system around. You know, but I'm you know. A little prejudice about that, <laughs> but uh, and you know that brings in your people and that your retired people. They they love to come here. They like a. We have car shows now. We have we have events all you know pretty often. We got a new event center that is beautiful. It has an occupancy of three hundred and fifty people. How important is? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. How important is the area across Interstate 40 and the development potential that's that's there? Well, you know, because of Portobello and some other stuff, restaurants and stuff like that that, you know, can't go into, but getting housing development out there just opens everything else up. We'd like to keep the the town with a small town feeling, but we'd like to clean it up, make it look a little bit more presentable. And we've been trying. We got Jenny Lee that helps us a whole lot on on doing that. And in our depot, have you been down to our depot? Fabulous facility. It is beautiful, and there's history in there. A person just needs to go in there and look at the history. It's an amazing history that uh, that lives there and, and breathes there because of the work that's been done. And again, that's kind of the, to me, that's the example of what the cemetery park has uh, is becoming. Is the yes the teamwork that it took to to pull that depot together. Yeah, and a person don't realize the teamwork on that part with the city, with the county, and the state. I mean, everything has to go together. Finally, if someone reelects you. What kind of person are they getting as a leader in Jeff Harold? Well, I always come and check on what's going on. I think a, a councilman has to be aware on a daily basis of what's happening. You can't just go to a meeting and make a decision. And I always put the people in the city first. Jeff Harold, one of the candidates for the Baxter Council, two open seats, Ben Brewington, Jeff Harold, Dustin Stanton, all looking for your vote Thursday night. Tomorrow night, we'll tackle one of the races for Tennessee House in the Upper Cumberland. Thanks for being with us.